Hey, it's Kevin here. I hope you are having a wonderful Wednesday afternoon or whenever you are listening to this. Um, we thank you again for those who participated in last week's Q&A call. Um, we had about five or six people joining and it was just really nice to kind of see some friendly faces and have some good discussion and to introduce one another. I thought that was really great. I'll do one of those again next month if you're up for it uh, and for as long as, as you want, uh, as long as people are, are interested in that. Uh, but one thing that came up right towards the end of the call that I thought was interesting and worth sharing with you Um, I said, you know, raise your hands if most of your clients are local and I think three out of five people put up, put up their hands. And then I said, raise your hands if you, most of your clients are not local, meaning they are, they, they don't live or work within the city that you live in. Um, and it, and then myself and one other person put up their hand. The interesting thing about that, and I think that this is kind of common to all people or all biz or many contexts. The interesting thing about that is the ones who specialized, so it was myself and Jordan. Jordan specializes in SEO for multi-location um, businesses and franchises and, and ads and a few other things. Um, but there's that industry, or not industry, but there is this sort of specialization which which occurs of a company type, right? A company, you know, in this case, multiple locations, which has its own complexities when it comes to advertising and SEO. And that's probably one of the reasons he's chosen to do that. Um, <clears throat> so when you, when you start start to specialize in whether it's a an industry or a company size or anything really or in what you do um, you, what happens is you 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 feel like your market's going to get smaller you're going to be like I don't know that many people that are in that are multi-location operators I don't know that many people that are do this thing or the other so you feel like you don't actually have a true opportunity because you're like how would I even reach these people but it turns out that when you specialize you actually start thinking, well, where do these people congregate? And if you know where they congregate, whether that's an association, for example, today I, I was a panelist on the Global Workspace Association's one of their one of their panel discussions that they did virtually, and that happens because I'm plugged into that community and because I specialize in the co-working industry. As a result, I don't know a dozen or so uh, people joined my email list. Possibly more. I haven't checked in a little while, um, but. But the, the, the net result of that is that I've grown my audience a little bit more and I'm able to produce really highly relevant content to them. Um, so what, what ends up happening is you start to think in terms of well, where do these people congregate and how do I get in front of those people through the places that they congregate. So if you are specializing in franchise businesses, there are entire associations for franchise businesses that you can get in front of. And, and you know, franchisees, franchisors, rather, they, they're very connected with one another. They like to learn how are, how are people systemizing and operating their businesses at scale, which is what they want to do. So there's ways of you getting in front of them. And if you go, literally, if you go to uh, an association or some kind of a place where, where people gather, as long as you're not competing with them directly, and you say, hey, I specialize in this particular thing and I've done this for a little while, or I'm thinking of specializing or what have you, if you go to them, more likely than not, they're gonna be happy to see you because first of all, uh, you can produce some content that's going to be relevant to them. In my case, I was able to promote the event as well, which meant that they got access to my audience. So really what it is, is they're happy to, to put you in front of their audience if you're able to add value and you look credible on paper. So it, let's say Jordan specialized in multi-location franchise and e-commerce stores. Then there would be a bit of like the on-paper factor would be diminished a little bit. Uh, so it would be like, well, we have this forefront expert in... SEO and pay-per-click for multi-location businesses, but he also does, you know, e-commerce or that or the other, if he was, you know, positioned that way, it would make you look less good on paper and make them less likely 
want to make you their go-to sort of expert on the topic that you have and therefore are less likely to potentially put you in front of their audience. So one of the things that the, 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 the Global Workspace Association said was, this is Kevin, he's kind of our go-to marketing guy for all things co-working marketing. And that was a really nice kind of bit of credibility extension over to me. And um, anyway, it all comes from specialization. So that's why having you know a, a website that is clearly focused on one target market and you can do multiple things for that target market. Uh, ideally, you've got a couple layers deep on what you do and a couple layers deep on who you do it for, so you're not interchangeable. But what it does is it just having that single place, one site that really focuses on however deep you want to go, that specialization, you'll still get clients outside of outside of your industry, but you don't have to market that. You can actually market your side thing, your your more general business completely separately. And that's exactly what I do. So that when people come to Everspaces, the whole thing is written, every line of copy, every service, every blog post is written for co-working and flexible office businesses. So it's highly, highly relevant to them. There's none of this like blending multiple audiences and having them read between the lines and figure things out. It's really just crystal clear about who it's for and it just, you know, it's like it fits like a glove, which is ideally what you want all of your things to, to feel like when it comes to your, your website and all of your marketing. So I recognize that a lot of people are scared to specialize and that's totally understandable. You know, I was terrified of specializing as well, of becoming known for one thing. Um, but I think once you've done that for long enough, you've built an audience, you know, I've got several hundred people on my email list. I've got, you know, um, yeah, small following that way, but email is definitely the crux of it. Then you can consider having side projects or doing other things or maybe promoting other stuff. Like I'm starting to promote this mentorship a little bit more on my Twitter. It just so happens that most of my coworking community doesn't follow me on Twitter. That's not a place they're super active in, but it's a lot more focused on, on, you know, there's a lot more marketers there, so that's a good place for me to, to play with that those ideas. So you can overlap a few different things as, as time goes on. But if you're trying to break into an industry, I think you have to go all in on it. And if you're not sure about going all in on it, I think I would put it on a separate website that, that communicates and goes clear to that target market. The alternative to that, and I think this is just not going to be as powerful, but the alternative to that is you have what are like audience pages. So you have like your general website and then it says industries you specialize in. And then there's like a drop down or some pages for, you know, e-commerce, multi-location, da, 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 da. But ideally, unless, unless they just really jam and they fit together, it's going to feel really weird to your target market. You're almost better off saying we do marketing for everybody or we do this thing for everybody. Um, then to try to, I don't know, it, it gets confusing really quick and your marketing becomes bland and it's not ideal. So all that is to say is, when you specialize, what happens is you end up stop working with people that are local. You end up not having to rely on your relationships locally, your friends, colleagues, people you've worked with to get business. Now you're focused on how do I actually do marketing? And a lot of that happens with content marketing. You build different relationships. You start thinking more strategically. You start thinking, where does my target market congregate? How do I get there? How do I add value? Uh, how do I network and partner with people that have the audience that I'm looking for? And then, you know, once you get some traction, how do I trade audiences with them? So how do, how do I promote the thing that they're doing and they promote the thing that I'm doing? And that's how audiences grow. And it really happens best when you specialize. If you can't specialize in an industry, ideally you are specialized somewhere else and that's how you do the work. Um, you know, you need to be one of a kind. Otherwise, you're really going to depend on whatever opportunities happen in your lap locally. And usually it's going to be a, a mismatch of things and, and you know, it's not going to, you're never going to command a, a good, a high rate or just leads all the time. You know, I had someone reach out to me after that 
panel discussion and you know this leads kind of trickle into me all the time even though my marketing has slowed down significantly since COVID-19 so anyway I just wanted to share that with you I think in the beginning you're going to have a very local business but if you counterintuitively by specializing you end up gonna you're gonna end up you know really being able to cut through the noise and really attracting people of a certain stripe and so you know I'm hoping to do that with this group as well and figuring out how I can kind of create you know more specificity in what I offer I think I've got work to do in terms of positioning the mentorship as something that um, that marketers are looking for because they come in all shapes and sizes and it may mean that I have to focus even further. But that's just full transparency. That's kind of where my head is at is how do I continue to go a, st- a couple of levels deep in, in how I serve marketers, um, You know, whether that means focusing on consultants and helping them package their expertise and sell it and that kind of thing, uh, which kind of is the middle ground of everything we're working on. Um, so we'll see, we'll see how that evolves. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to kind of share that with you is, you know, if you're focused, if you have mostly local clients, it probably means you're not specialized and it's scary, but once you specialize, it opens up a world of opportunities. You'll get featured on, you can reach out and get featured on podcasts or you just make relationships with people or they hear about you, you know, and if you produce enough content, people know that you're kind of a credible expert and you just have to stick at it for a while. You know, I, I posted daily for a long time on Everspaces and that kind of built up, like people were like, wow, you're prolific. And that just really helped me to kind of clarify what messages I want to have have for that group. Um, but it also established me and built an audience. So I hope this helps. I know a lot of you are kind of thinking about where to focus and where to specialize. I'm telling you right now, if you if you pick something, you can even build it as a side project like I did and then grow it, grow an audience, build it. And, uh, you know, you'll still get all that reg- your regular leads through your main website, your general website, but that works really well for me. And I think it would work really well for you. It's kind of an experience I've seen, not just in this small group, but across the board. So I hope that helps. And, uh, if you've got any questions for me, I'm always happy to answer them. As always, it's your questions that make this podcast, uh, what it is. Um, I'm in the process still of building the community area. So stay tuned for that. That's coming very soon. I can give you a link to get into it at any time. If you want to take, kind of poke around and see how circle works, that's, what's going to host this group. Um, I'm also going to make this into more of an audio experience with, with some content kind of published in the membership as well. So stay tuned. There's lots more coming. Uh, but as always, let me know what questions you have. Let me know what challenges you're working on so that I know what kind of content to create. So I don't have to make it up. I can actually serve your particular needs. Thanks. And we will talk again soon. Bye for now.